With working women, how many things are you expected to do on a daily basis? It's impossible to do it all, yet we're asked to each day. Listen to hear how one high-wire woman, Rosanna Berardi, stays on the high wire while managing a busy law firm, a consulting business, teaching at a law school, parenting her 14-year-old son, and maintaining a happy and healthy marriage. Let Rosanna show you how to make sense of your life and stay on that high wire. Hello, Highwire Woman. It's Rosanna Berardi with another fun and fantastic podcast featuring Stephanie Heller. Stephanie comes to us from sunny Scottsdale, Arizona, and has such a cool and interesting story. So before we start chatting, I just want to give you a little bit of Stephanie's mojo. So Stephanie Heller has a way of zeroing on your bullshit. Ouch. Showing you how you're creating it and then putting a plan together to change. She does this daily for business owners to stop overthinking and make simple decisions so they can add revenue, experience possibility, and feel better quickly. So Stephanie, you've got a super interesting background. Tell us a little bit about your midlife career change at 30 years old. Yeah. Well, Rosanna, thank you so much for having me. First of all, I'm excited about this. But yeah, I totally kind of changed my whole life. I call it a mid-life career, like totally off the edge where I was working in an office like I thought I had to be after college and living in Manhattan. And I was just like, I cannot do this anymore. I wasn't happy. No matter how much money I made or what position I was in, it never like lifted that fog off. So I was like, what am I going to do? So I moved across the country to Scottsdale and went to culinary school. Wow. Yes. Because Top Chef was really big at that time. The first million seasons. <laughs> I was like, I think I'm going to do that. So Cool. So you went to not just culinary school, but Cordon Bleu culinary program. And you started your own business, personal chef services. And tell us some fun facts about who you cook for. Yeah. So that was the ride of a lifetime. When I was in school, I thought the worst case, I'm going to learn how to cook for my family. I wasn't even married at the time, but I was like, I don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> but um, after school, I was like, I'm not working in a restaurant. It's too hectic. It's for guys. It's not for me. Mm-hmm. And I just started my business and I would cook for anybody and anyone in the beginning. And I was lucky enough pretty early on to get my first basketball player who was playing for the Suns at the time, but I actually knew because he was like an older player. So I knew him, I was a little starstruck. That was when it first started. And I was like, if I could get in here and cook, I could do anything. That's so cool. So fun fact, listeners, Stephanie has cooked for 30 different athletes, sports club owners, and for the Dodgers spring training, major and minor leagues. This is high pressure cooking, right? This is cooking times 10 with I'm sure lots of dietary restrictions and needs and such. Definitely. And one of their reasons for even hiring me, I wasn't even a caterer, anything. I literally cooked in people's homes, but they were like, we want to change our whole focus to non-processed food because they were literally having their players eat off a food truck Mm. outside of the stadium. It was really weird. So I had to partner with a catering company. We did everything from scratch almost. It was crazy. 
Um, yeah, that's tough stuff. So you sold that business and you started the next chapter. So tell me about the current chapter of your life. Yeah. So right now I do business and life coaching for entrepreneurs, usually in what I call stage one, which is years one to three, where they're like, I know I want to do something. I feel the desire and the passion, but I have no idea what to do first. Is this going to work? Like all that mind drama comes up. So I help people do that. And I love it to watch a business unfold, to see the person unfold within the business. Well, that's incredible. And when I was researching your background before our chat today, I noticed you have a bachelor's degree in psychology, so you understand people. And I also know that you said your success as a personal chef really had nothing to do with food. It was really mindset and skills. Can you tell us a little bit about your psychology background and how you accredit your mindset to be really the key to your success? Definitely. I saw that really early on because there were always people that cooked better than me that had more skill, like, but it didn't matter because the person they wanted in their home was me. Meaning like I showed up as somebody who becomes a part of the like background, not a part of the family, but does all of these things in a certain way that they want that person to show up. So it's kind of like no attitude. You're very concierge based. You're willing to do anything, go above and beyond, go to five different stores, have a positive attitude. And that all took self-coaching and also getting paid coaching help to not react to these blueberries are squishy, go back to the store and get five new boxes after I've been there four times. So you need to get your head screwed on right for that. We had talked about not being reactive. That's a huge part of learning just not to do that. Saying yes to everything and to have every door that's open walk in is a skill that I learned. And you don't need to be the best cook. You need to have a good personality. So are you a proponent for saying yes to everything? In the beginning, years one to three, yes. You say yes to everything. It just yeah. whatever you learn is your gift. You know, my business, my law firm is 16 years old. I don't say yes to every type of case, but mm-hmm. I do say yes to every type of opportunity. I do a lot of media. The media doesn't give you notice. They just call you and you have to be able to start talking. And right. I thrive on that. And people are like, how do you do that? Why don't you say no? I'm like, because if you say no, they never call back again. So I'm always like, lean in, figure it out later, right? Like Mm -hmm. say yes, and then figure it out. And you're right. You can teach anyone a skill like cooking, but you can't teach them to be level-headed and cool and calm and collected, which is really how you brand yourself and carry yourself through the world. Totally. So tell us a little bit about the pandemic. Like what's been your biggest lesson? It's been really hard for our listeners. I mean, I started High Wire Woman because I've been a working mom for, my son's going to be almost 15. And one day I was just sitting there thinking, how many things am I supposed to do? I mean, Mm -hmm. I'm supposed to be everything to everyone. I'm supposed to have this amazing career, amazing, you know, marriage with my husband, make plant-based meals for my son, walk 10,000 steps. I'm like, how the hell do we do this? And then let's throw in a pandemic and have our kids stay home from school while we have to work Right, (laughs) and we can't go out to restaurants or do anything. So the pandemic has been really difficult. Tell us about 
you know, what you've learned and, and your biggest lesson from the pandemic? Yeah, I like you said, like a year ago, the whole world flipped to not only do we have two or three regular jobs, we now have 10 and homeschool and you're a nanny and you're a cleaning lady and you're all these things that you could delegate, you now can't. So I am totally with you on that. One of the biggest things that have helped me and my clients is deciding to think on purpose and staying focused to the original mission of whatever it is, meaning like if you were whatever business, that's still valid and to focus your attention on that and to notice when your brain is giving you other stories that are not even true. And that is a huge thing I do with myself and my clients because 99% of what's going on in there is a story about something, like the tiniest kernel of truth. Mm-hmm. And I mean, everyone I know did better this year than they did last year. Yeah. No one thought that the whole time. So it's so weird. Imagine we were thinking that from the beginning, right? Whatever happens, I'm going to be good. Like, let's just see how it goes. So that was a big thing. Also, I do something called Monday hour one, which is a way that I plan my whole week in the beginning. You do it on a Sunday or Monday, you block out like a half an hour, you do like a thought download or a thought brain dump everything for the week, even for the month, even bigger projects, just write it all down and then transfer each one on your calendar. And then you block off the time for it. So when the week comes in, you're not sitting there thinking, what do I do today? I don't feel like it. This won't work. You do what's on your calendar. Then you assess at the end of the week and then repeat. And for people that have a hard time focusing this, starting this, is a game changer. You do it for three or four weeks, your life will change. Yeah, it really is incredible, the the brain dump and the writing it down. I mean, it's so easy to just come in, turn your computer on and react to everything you see. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how we're wired, right? And we all walk around with these phones glued to our hands, just responding, 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 or reading, or it really, really helps. I mean, I just did it this morning when I came in, like I wrote down my three things that I have to do today. Mm -hmm. Now half the day's over and I haven't done one, that's another story because right. <laughs> some things pulled me aside. But nonetheless, like those are my three things and I'm going to get them done before I walk out the door. And that will change my week. It'll mm-hmm. change my month. And it's those little things that really add up. People think, you know, so many women I talk to think, oh, I have to do all these big crazy. I have to hire a trainer. You know, I have to walk 10,000 steps. And I'm like, no, if you just move a little bit more mm-hmm. and drink a little bit more water, you'll probably feel a lot better. And it'll be more sustainable, right? Mm -hmm. Because losing the 20 pounds, I mean, we've all tried that for 20 plus years. Yeah. And then you don't do it and you feel bad about yourself and you're like, I'm the worst. I can't do anything. But I think breaking it down into bite-sized pieces is is definitely the way to get there. Mm -hmm. And so tell me, like, you've got a lot going on. You've been in a bunch of different careers. Like, what's your one thing that you can't live without? Like, what's the one thing that you're like, man... If I didn't have this, I would be cooked. What's your one thing? I want to even say hearing my kids laugh every day Mm. is non-negotiable. Like I'm lucky that they're still so young that this is their main job in life to laugh and have fun all day. So just watching that and hearing it, I feel better, even though I have nothing to do with it. 
Well, and, and that's such a credit to your, your awareness, right? Like so many people would walk through their life and not even notice that. Mm-hmm. And um, those little laughs go away. I mean, I have a, a teenager and he doesn't mm-hmm. laugh as much anymore. He doesn't yeah. really say a lot. I mean, you know, I'm a lawyer, so I get him to talk, but it's right. uh, it's a job. Right. Definitely a job. And, you know, he's a boy, so he's not as emotional or, you know, telling me all the things that girls would. but you know, someday those laughs won't be there. And to be self-aware and to make that the fuel to your fire, like what a gift, what yeah. a gift that is. Also, you mentioned that. like reacting to emails and like getting all off course and reactionary. I always ask myself, is this really important? And staring at an email or texting somebody back or getting on Facebook, it's never as important as the results you want to create and being present in your life and laughing, like hearing my kids laugh always takes me back to that. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, for real. I mean, we're all addicted to the social media thing that, you know, didn't exist 10 years ago. And it's such a time suck when people don't tell me they don't have time for, for stuff. I'm like, that's BS. Mm-hmm. You're on social media. I know you are. I see you, right. <laughs> you know, like you can't use that excuse anymore. So Tell us a little bit about the Profit Lounge. Tell us what it is, how it works, who might be interested in it. Yeah, so that's my fun name for my tribe now, which are people that are usually in years one to three, maybe more, but still want to nail the basics of getting clients regularly, knowing what services you offer, sales, marketing, all the basics of business. And I work with a lot of service-based entrepreneurs, so chefs, interior designers, jewelry makers, handyman, people that also work with their hands, but Mm -hmm. that want to like chart their own course and have their own business. And we do one-on-one coaching for now. I'll have a group program later this year. And we get into all of it. It's not just business stuff because you can't action your way out of, I can't do this. This is not going to work. I feel like crap. You know, all the things that go on in our head. Sure. Teach them how to manage that and work on the business at the same time. So you're growing at the same time. Got it. So to join the profit lounge, I mean, do you have to be a client of yours or how can people check it out, learn more about it? Yeah. So a great place to start would be the Facebook group, which is free. And Mm -hmm. I give a ton of free content and teaching and action things that they could do. And also peers are there that are in your same boat going through the same thing. The second way would be my website where you can see even more stuff and see if like the vibe is with Mm you. And that if it calls to you, reach out, book a consult. Just, I like to say like, get in the orbit and Mm -hmm. see if you like what's happening. If you feel like it could help you, I'd be more than happy. And so that's stephanieheller.com, your website. Yeah. So listeners will definitely put Stephanie's website in our show notes. We'll also link it to the Profit Lounge Facebook group. I was on the website earlier today. Super fun. I love your blogs. This isn't just for business owners. I think there's a lot that you can take away for individual development, personal development. There's fun tips. It's a fun site to play around on. So I'm really, really glad that you're here. All of our high wire women 
definitely don't want to be dragged around by thoughts and emotions and reactions all day. We want to be organized, strategic, thoughtful to stay on our high wire so that we don't succumb to our death. (laughs) Well, thank you, Stephanie, for being here. We enjoyed speaking to you. So listeners, stephanieheller.com, we'll have that in our show notes. And until the next time, stay on that high wire.